Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's been nine whole years that I've been saying that (laughs) sentence. And it's absolutely wonderful. I feel so good about it today as if it were nine years ago. And it's absolutely breathtaking here with snow-capped mountains looking up from Palm Springs. Dry desert to cold mountains. What great contrast. Well, I'm so glad you joined me tonight because we have my good friend, Dr. David Che, who wrote the book Total Law of Attraction. Originally a self-published book, Total Law of Attraction was picked up by Simon & Schuster Publishing, who actually published the secret. David was also a keynote speaker at our Jack Canfield and Friends event at the Queen Mary in I think it was 2014. And the audience absolutely loved him and and they would not let him leave because they had so many questions that they wanted answered personally. Since David's been on my show, he has literally received emails from around the world with people thanking him for such a great comprehensive book on the law of attraction. And since tonight is all about the law of attraction, I wanted to focus in a little bit on how to attract the abundance that you deserve in life. Again, I'm going to state that money is simply energy. And if you get to that place where you completely eradicate the feelings of lack, You allow all of these fabulous opportunities to flow to you so that you are living in complete abundance in everything. Now, if you remember the secret movie, there's a lens lamp. And for some reason, the majority of us think that we only get three wishes. So my question is, why should we limit our desires if the universe has a boundless abundance? Maybe you were taught not to be greedy and to ask for too much, but did it ever occur to you that the desire to have more doesn't always come from greed? You might want more so that you can share even greater wealth with others. Many people say that if they were to win the lottery, like the one that just happened, the first thing they do is to buy something for their aging parents or for their best friends. You know, the people that gave them unconditional love when they needed it. It's not that they feel an obligation to pay back all the affection, but it's that their hearts really long to see those people that you love to have exactly what they need and what they desire. When you experience wealth consciousness, truly believing that affluence is ever flowing river that can be channeled and directed through the power of positive emotions, you'll find that you don't have feelings of greed or guilt or lack. Instead, You feel fertile, giving, and generous as your cup overflows with joy and abundance. When you have lack mentality instead of wealth consciousness, you're fearful about how money is spent because you think that there isn't enough to go around. 
Some people have a great deal of money, but are constantly afraid of losing it and refuse to invest it or to give any of it away or risk any of it because they're afraid they won't have enough for a rainy day. But the point is, when you give freely and unconditionally, trusting in the infinite supply of abundance, we'll find that we have everything that we could possibly need. When I see a homeless person, I have no hesitancy about walking up and giving them a $5 bill or perhaps a $10 bill or even a $20 bill, whatever I have available in my wallet. Now, it's not for me to judge how they're going to spend that money. That's their free will. But for me, I can see their eyes light up with somebody being generous with them, with someone who is looking them straight in the eyes and accepting the fact that they're human being. That makes me feel wonderful. And with that feeling, what happens? Everything happens. New opportunities flow in. Money flows in. Wealth flows in. Everything. Because at that moment, I'm feeling wonderful. I'm feeling powerful. I'm feeling giving. I'm feeling generous. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling love. Those are the emotions that you create from. You're stepping outside your internal money issues and giving without any thoughts of getting anything back. But you're doing it to make another feel good and to make yourself feel good. Now that's wealth. That's what we need to achieve. And when we do that, the heavens open up and love starts flowing. So focus the energy not on that piece of paper that's called a dollar bill, but focus your attention on the connection to the human being that you're giving it to. And that is what abundance is all about. Keep that feeling, that feel-good feeling locked within you. And never stop giving. Keep that flow of money going around and around. You know, money is like the ocean. Waves come in and then flows out. That's how money works. So in the darkest moments when you feel lack, that is the most important time for you to take that money and give it to someone else. Never fearing that it's your last dollar because you're trusting in that infinite intelligence to have your back. This is how the universe works. This is how the law of attraction works. So give and let the prosperity consciousness fill your entire soul. And if that feels ugly, then you're not doing it right. If you feel great joy from that, then you're doing it right. Remember, the universe reads the feelings first and foremost. And they will give back to you what you are feeling. If you're feeling lack, they're going to give you lack. If you're feeling joy and abundance and so blessed, guess what? That's what you're going to get back. So my question is for the day, what do you choose to do to make someone's life a little bit happier? What you do right now is something that will increase 
your abundance without even thinking about it. So with that, let's take a fast commercial break and we'll be right back with Dr. David Che. The incredible, magnificent Law of Attraction Cruise of a Lifetime is taking place on March 6th through 10th, 2016, featuring New York Times best-selling Law of Attraction author Pam Grout and featuring Michael Perlman, MD of Law of Attraction Journaling and best-selling and award-winning wealth author Richard Harper along with our own beautiful and dynamic speaker Constance Arnold will be on board as well. Don't forget Gary Temple Bodley who channels Joshua will be on board and you will be able to have direct interactions with Joshua. And then there's the Champagne Living Dream Coach Cassie Parks as well as me, Jules Johnson. This is a powerful cruise and it's happening during the week of the total solar eclipse in Pisces, which is ruler of the water, which means that which you shine a light on will shift almost effortlessly. So what are you waiting for? This is your chance to finally change your life in profound ways. Go to LOA radionetwork.com and sign up today there's still cabins available but the rates will increase weekly need a cabin mate no worries we have like-minded individuals for you to room with take this time and invest in yourself you will be so happy you did go to loaradionetwork.com see you on board I know you've been hearing about this incredible cruise of a lifetime featuring outstanding Law of Attraction celebrities. But did you know that you can actually get six months interest-free financing through PayPal? That's right. Need financing for airfare? No problem. Just tell them how much you need. And you can pay everything today to secure the lowest cruise rates and the lowest plane fares. You don't even need a PayPal account to secure financing. And as many of the cruisers who've already signed up have told me, you can get approved within minutes. Just go to LOARadioNetwork.com, find out all the cruise information, get the interest-free financing, and then come aboard. And yes, you can take this as a sign that the universe is saying, hey, we can do this. Let's go. Hurry, we're waiting for you. See you on board. Okay, welcome back. Real fast on the cruise. Yes, there's still time to sign up, but you need to hurry. You've got the month of January, even into the month of February. Even though it's filling up, we can find you a place to get on board. Remember, I will give anyone who is in need of a cabin mate who is wonderfully like-minded and of the same sex as you are, I will give you $100 off to come aboard because we need cabin mates. This will be for an ocean view cabin. All you have to do is contact me at staff at LOARadioNetwork.com and let me know that you want to come on board. And instead of the regular price of $715.30, we'll give you the entire cruise with all of the workshops for only $615.30. Remember, all your food is included. And we're going to beautiful Catalina Island and warm tropical Ensenada, Mexico. I'm going to be lying on the sun deck with my friend Pam Grout and Constance Arnold and many more. And I'd love for you to join me. Everything you have ever wanted to know about the law of attraction and even more importantly, the things that you want to ask personally to the experts, you will get your answer. So go check it out at LOARadioNetwork.com. And send me an email, staff at LOARadioNetwork.com, and I will be happy to answer any of your questions. And just one more thing, since we've been talking about abundance and wealth and money and the flow, if you find yourself really stuck, 
for less than $10, you can get a mobile app with the triple powered money activation. You can get it off of iTunes or Google Play. It's under $10 and literally it will change you from feeling that lack and shift you automatically into that place of abundance where you can begin to attract all those wonderful things to you. It's been energized by Eric Altman and it has high frequency music that goes deep into the soft tissue of the brain. So it works. It's extremely effective and it's powerful. It's one of my best hypnosis MP3s ever. So go get the mobile app. It's called Triple Powered Money Activation. And I know, I know, I have no doubt about it. You're going to love it and you're going to get great results from it. So go right now. Now let's talk to Dr. David Che. He is out of Cocoa Beach, Florida. He's a practicing dentist and he's married to a beautiful, beautiful lady named Vicki. He wrote this book, Total Law of Attraction, and it immediately became a bestseller. He first self-published it, and then later it was picked up by Simon & Schuster. And also, he just got the foreign rights to this book picked up by a major publisher in China. So yes, Dr. David Che is the person who is bringing the law of attraction to China. Very impressive. Dr. David Che knows how to manifest because if anybody could take a self-published book, make it a bestseller, have it picked up with Simon & Schuster, and then be printed for China, it's pretty phenomenal. He knows what he's talking about. So I am delighted to have him on my show tonight. Welcome, David, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Thanks for having me, Jules. I really want to talk about this terrific book. I want to make sure everybody sees this. You wrote a very, very simple book, but it has secrets in there that um, people just can't find anywhere. Yes, that was the intention of my book. I took all the best information that I've ever learned over the years about the law of attraction and condensed it into a simplified format, which the average person with a basic education can understand and apply right away to achieve success in their life. So how did you start with the law of attraction? Because I know you're a very successful dentist right now, but how did it start for you? It started way back when I was probably 11 or 12 years old. Um, I was, you know, we didn't have much. We were growing up. Uh, my parents are from Taiwan, and uh, I wasn't born here either. So we were immigrants to the new country, and we didn't have much where we were growing up. And um, I wanted to achieve success, so I would go to the, the library and read books on, you know, manifesting success and things of the sort. And long story short, um, this book came about as, as from my experiences, you know, learning this information and wanting to show other people you know, that weren't successful, the information that I learned over the years, so they, they too can achieve success. So, in a long story short, that's kind of where the book, uh, the, the premise of the book was um, conceived. But you had some personal experiences as a child, too, that kind of um, uh, got you excited. Yes, uh, and actually, one of the experiences is very similar to the movie The Secret, which is kind of what struck home with me, and that's when I was a child, uh, everybody in uh, in the neighborhood, the boys in the neighborhood had these racing bicycles that they wanted, and that's something that I wanted too. But the cost of the bicycle at that time was just too out of reach for what we could afford. So I used the information that I learned at the time, not really knowing what I was doing, to try to attract that bicycle to myself. Not not really knowing if it would work, and not really knowing what I was doing. So, but long story short, um, you know, unknown to me, my mom comes up to me one day and says. I entered the sweepstakes and I won this amount of money, X, X amount of dollars, and it just happened to be 
the amount of money that, you know, very close to the amount of money that we needed to get this bicycle. And after that, I was completely shocked and realized that I, you know, I had something there that, you know, that I struck something there. And so over the next many years, you know, as it came along, I devoted my time to studying the inner workings of what I actually did and how I can reproduce the same results and teach people how to do the same thing. Wow. Great, great. So you got your bike. That got you going. Did you happen to use it in school at all to get you? Well, yes, uh, because, because dental school is very hard to get into, and I was in Chicago at that time. It's very competitive, very difficult to get into. And uh, I used the same process, uh, the techniques that I learned to manifest myself in the dental school. And I was one of the select few that was able to get in without even a bachelor's degree at the time. So uh, I was able to manifest it and you know, over long story short, you know, do what I had to do, and over time, eventually, when I got the letter of acceptance, I was like, I was still kind of, even though I knew about the law of attraction, I was still kind of freaking out. I was like, wow, this stuff does work if you know what you're doing. You just gotta, you know, know the right way to apply it. That's all. Wow, but you are definitely into the science behind the law of attraction, and that's really where your belief is. What, um, why is that? Well, because belief, the belief in something, is, it's not just about having a thought or, or a feeling behind something. It's about believing in what, you're, in what you're doing. And the subconscious mind works through belief. Your subconscious mind is located you know, in your uh, heart or solar plexus. This is your conscious mind. This is your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind manifests into your reality what you believe in all the time. So... Every one of us has different beliefs, so we're manifesting different things because of what we believe in. The subconscious works through belief, and so um, whatever you give your subconscious mind, as long as there's belief behind it, it will manifest. That's how it works. And that belief has to be powered up by emotion. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, here, let me explain what belief is, because okay. most people have, have a different viewpoints on belief. Basically, a belief is an emotionalized thought that a person has accepted as true in their mind, whether it really is true or not. That's what a belief is. Uh, if you look in the dictionary, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a different definition. But for our purposes, our practical purposes, that's what it is. And let me just repeat that again. And a belief is an emotionalized thought. I stress the emotion part. It's an emotionalized thought which a person has accepted to be true in their mind, whether it really is true or not. And so you can see cases like this all the time where someone believes that there's something and, you know, all the circumstances are kind of um, manifesting in their lives where it's working out for them, but even though it, not, it really isn't true. You know, some people think that they're this, this kind of celebrity or person and um, you see it all the time in their, in their life. It's working out for them and even though it's not true, but the circumstances are going their way. And so this is one of the key concepts in using the law of attraction when you're trying to manifest more money, a better situation for yourself. The belief in it is the most important part. And so it's you're seeing yourself with emotion in that situation as true, even though it might not be true right now. You're putting yourself in that situation. And so your belief is what causes that to, you know, work in your favor. So you talk in your book about the uh, waves of energy in the ether, the, the stuff between the planets. I thought that was wonderful. How does that play into um, our beliefs? Well, there's two ways. There's, there's a few ways you can describe the waves of space. Now, most people that just understand the law of attraction, they just think of it as, okay, I think about what I want, and um, they really don't know what's going on in the process behind it. So for our listeners, basically what's happening is when you – uh, in space, there's a lot of empty space that we see in, you know, in, in outer space. What seems like this empty space is actually filled with waves, invisible waves of energy. And when you think about something, when you place your conscious awareness on something, it causes the waves to collapse into a particle, which we call atoms, you know, think, things, something like that. Because when you learn in junior high uh, science, if you keep breaking something down to its most smallest part, it becomes an atom. That's, just, that's, that's as far as it can go before you, can, you, know, you can't break anymore. So anything that you think about goes into space. It collapse, your, your, thought, your, your thought energy collapses that wave of energy into a super small particle of matter. So over time, the more you put your awareness onto it, the chances of it be becoming something in your physical reality 
get bigger and bigger. And later on, as we, and this is one way of explaining it, um, later on, in our, in the, you know, as we go on, as before we end this, I kind of want to give a different, there's another alternate explanation to this whole thing. Um, but right now, it's going to confuse people more than others. So at, towards the end, I think I'll give that alternate explanation of what's actually happening with that ether thing. Oh, good. Oh, good. That sounds interesting. Okay, so um, now give us some secrets that um, our listeners may not know about the law of attraction. Well, two things that separate my book from all the rest of the other books out there is that the first one is emotion and the law of detachment. Okay. I tell people, going back to the analogy of you know, what, I'm, what I always tell people is if you go into your house and look at all the appliances, what is the common source of energy that powers all the appliances in your house? Electric. Electricity. Electricity. So if I cut the power off to your house, and there's no electricity going through any of them. None of the none of the appliances are going to work. So I tell people, and people tell me, well, the books that they've read tell you that thoughts create things. I'm like, well, you have a lot of thoughts that you have, you probably have thousands of thoughts that go through your mind every single day. But which of the thoughts that are going to manifest are the ones that have strong emotion behind it? So you can think of emotion like electricity in your house. The only thoughts that will ever manifest into your life are the ones that have strong emotion behind it. Power, the emotions power those thoughts. So, so I tell people, your emotions actually in some respects are more important than your thoughts. You don't, sometimes just to manifest something, you don't necessarily have to have a thought of it. If you have the feeling of what it is you want, that, that, that'll, that's ten times stronger than just thinking about it. Because when you think about it, that drives you to action. When you, when you don't have a, when you don't have a, a strong emotion behind a thought, the chances of you taking action behind it is going to be very slim. It's like starting a new business. Someone who starts a new business, if they just think about starting a new business, the chances of that occurring is going to be very, very slim. But if they have a strong feeling, a strong emotion behind starting that new business, the chances of that person taking action towards that desire is going to be way higher. And the chance of that being successful is going to be a lot higher too. Because if things go wrong, they're not quick to close the shop. Their emotion behind it will keep them to move forward with it, you know, to keep it going. Oh, that's interesting. So would you say if a person said, oh, wouldn't that be nice, that starts you off in that emotion, that feeling of, wow, you know, that would really be something. I, I think I'd really enjoy that. Is that the starting place? That's the starting place. And I tell people, if you notice everything that you've attracted into your life, most, if not all of them, are ones that you had an emotion behind it. You know, you, the, the, the car you like, the cell phone that you, you show, the clothes you wear, every, all those things that you, you, quote, quote, attracted into your life weren't just by thoughts. There were thoughts that had emotion behind it. Mm -hmm. The ones that you didn't have emotion behind it really never came to fruition. It's the ones that you had a strong emotion behind it to start out is what drove you to take action to get them. Okay, so we are at the point where we have the emotion and... And then how long do we think about this thing or desire or this person or this money that we want? How long do we think about it? I tell people it should be three minutes tops because in this day and age, people are very, there's lots, so much things going on. People are very distracted in their everyday activities. Um, if you go any more than three minutes uh, for the average person, the mind is going to be so wandering and so uh, scattered that the whole process is basically... Um, not going to work. So the best way is to have focused thought and emotion on what you want for three minutes and then um, detach from it, which we'll go into you know, in a bit, being detached from what it is you want. Okay. Are you saying that we should meditate on it for three minutes, going away from everything else and focusing in on it for three minutes at the most? Yes, focusing on three minutes. And again, you don't even necessarily even have to have a thought of what you want. I tell people the thoughts aren't as important as the emotion. If you can just um, let's say it's a new house you want to live in. If you can just feel it, feel the feeling of living in that new house as if it's a reality right now, feel it for you know, a good three minutes, then um, that's, that's, that's 98% of the process right there. Wow. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay, so let's go on to that uh, law of detachment, which is so confusing. Yes, <laughs> it's, 
I would tell you that I've had, I guess, 99% of all people who know about the law of attraction um, probably do not know or understand what the law of detachment is. And I tell people, knowing the law of attraction without knowing the law of detachment is like learning addition, not learning subtraction, learning multiplication, and not learning division. You have to know both. And I think the reason why the law of attraction has not worked for so many people is because of the fact that they don't even know about the law of detachment, much less understand the process. And so the law of detachment basically is, think of it like this. Um, let's use an analogy first. Cause I love to use analogies <clears throat> to um, explain concepts to people. Mm-hmm. And so when you go work out at the gym, there's two phases. When you go to lift weights, there's a contraction phase and a relaxation phase. The contraction phase is when you're you know, exerting the muscle, and then when you relax later, that's when the muscle uh, has time to regenerate. So the law of attraction can be thought about as the contraction phase, and the law of detachment can be thought about as the relaxation phase. So when you use the law of attraction to, to, to try to manifest what it is you want, if you don't know the law of detachment, you're actually building resistance too much. It's like, it's like me just lifting the weight and not relaxing. Mm. So in essence, what you're doing is you're actually pushing your desire away. The law of detachment uh, explained can be thought of in two words, letting go. So what does letting go actually mean? Letting go means this, means whatever it is you want, when you're detached, when you're truly detached, you have to be able to let go of what it is you want. You have to be just as happy, truly just as happy without what it is you want as, as what it is, as, as if you had it. So, you know, if you never had what it is you're trying to, to attract and you're just as happy, then you're truly detached. Now, while that may sound like you're, you're actually pushing away what you want, when, you, when you're detached, you're actually attracting what it is you want. Because, if, again, if you're, just a, if you're just using the law of attraction, people start thinking about it too much. They're like, oh, well, if I don't have what it is I want, I'm not going to be happy. If I, if I, I won't be able to survive. I don't have you know, this thing I'm trying to attract. And so when you think like that, that's when you're indirectly pushing it away. You're, th- you're thinking about it too much, and you're, and you're building resistance to it. When you're detached, you're let go. You're taking that resistance away, and you're letting your subconscious uh, passively attracting what it is what you want towards you without you even knowing it. So um, I can go on for an hour about the law of detachment, and it was one of the hardest things for me to understand. But in a nutshell, that's what it is. And in my book, I go into detail about the law of attachment. So there really won't be too much gray area after you read the explanation. But you know, if I had to go through it, it would take me a long time to really, really go into the detail of it. Okay, so I just want to um, uh, just talk about one specific For me, a lot of people come to me and they want a mate. So what they end up doing is focusing on how to attract that mate to them by thinking about the emotion and it's all wonderful but they keep on thinking about how they're still lonely and how that person's not into their life what you're saying is that they've got to just understand that this person if they come in or they don't you're still going to be happy you're still going to go out and do the you want to do your spill still going to experience life fine without this person and I think that's what you're trying to get away is is telling people quit focusing on the lack of that person not being there yes. just let it go and enjoy that's that's basically what it comes down to and and that's a, it's a good point you bring up it's um, I can tell people that when it comes to money everybody is thinking uh, or trying to attract money. But what they're actually doing is later after they're using the law of attraction, they're focused on the fact that they don't have money. Yeah. So yeah. it's the law of attraction is what you focus on, you attract. But what people are doing is they're visualizing or feeling the fact that they have more money, but they're always focused on the fact that they don't have money. So you attract so you attract only what you focus on. So they're most of them are tra- are still attracting circumstances of not having money. So if a person is trying to sell an apartment Yes. And they're worried about the fact if I don't sell this apartment by this date, I'm going to have to have it foreclosed on or or something's going to happen. What what should we be thinking? I mean, it, when it's that, you know, you're feeling it life threatening or or something, it's really hard to break away. Are you saying that we've got to trust? Yes, trust. 
And and you bring up a good point again too, and that's um, people like to to set dates when they're using Wi-Fi, uh. and that's one of the biggest mistakes I tell people is you don't want to set a date because as the date approaches and it's, it's not it's not looking like it's going your way, you're going to be attached. And don't ever forget, attachment equals resistance, and resistance means you're pushing something away. Mm-hmm. So never never set a date when you're using the law of attraction because that builds attachment which builds resistance. So like you said, when you're trying to when you're trying to attract something what it is you want, the, the key secret is to always be happy whether or not you have it or not. That's how you successfully attract it. And like I said, we can go into an hour about the explanation behind why that why that is, but just for now for our, for our practical purposes, that's the key. Because if you try to attract what it is you want and you're feeling negative at the same time, it's like canceling each other the whole process. Okay. You know. Uh, you're building resistance again, and that's not what you don't want to do. When you're, when you're detached, when you're letting go, that releases that resistance. And it doesn't matter whether you're attracting an attractive relationship, whether it's a, a circumstance, whether it's more money, whether it's just anything like in general. Detachment is the key all along. It's the one that's most not talked about, really talked about, and the, but that's the critical law to getting the law of attraction to work for you. You have to be detached. You have to understand and apply the law of detachment just as much as you're applying the law of attraction. Okay, so when do you know when you are supposed to be placing action? Ah, good question. The four steps I tell people, the four steps, I don't care what book you read, because I've read a lot of them, the four steps to attract anything with the, with the law of attraction is first is thought, second is, um, sorry, first is thought, second is emotion with that thought, third is belief in that emotion and thought, and the last step is action. That's where a lot of people go wrong too. You know, I got get people telling me, asking me, when am I going to get that million dollar check in the mailbox? I'm like, well, are you taking any action toward getting what you want? No, I just sit around and think about it all day. I'm like, well, that's the problem. There's no action. There's no attraction. And I think Jack Canfield says it the best. He says, look at the last six letters of the word attraction. It's the word action. Without physical action, there can be no attraction. So your question is, when should you take action? And, and in my book, I, I, I go into this in more detail, but think of it this way. A lot of times when people use a law of attraction, they think that they have to start going on, start taking action all, all of a sudden. I tell them, you know, follow the steps, you know, that I, I tell you about, you know, visualize what it is you want, feel it, believe it. You don't have to take action necessarily right away. Just sit back. And there may be some, maybe weeks, maybe some time before, you know, you're actually in the mood or the zone to take action. Your subconscious will move you towards it. On the other hand, I tell people too, is sometimes you still have to take action. You, when you start taking action towards what it is you want, believe it or not, the universe starts bringing those situations toward you too. So, so, so let's say, you know, um, um, you, you listed your apartment or whatever, you're trying to sell, you know, um, Sometimes you just don't need to take any action. You just wait, wait, and sit back and wait for you know the circumstances to bring it towards you. But sometimes I tell people too that if it's been too long, sometimes you still need to make the person move. I tell people when you start making the moves towards what you want, you're gonna hit you're gonna hit roadblocks along the way, and that's why being detached again is being so important. When you when you're hitting when you're um, taking action towards what it is you want. At the same time, the circumstances will move towards you to bring you what you want. Okay, and again, I don't want to get too too too, compli- too complicated with the with the discussion. But again, uh, another aspect of detachment is this: when you're taking action towards what you want, you're going to come across situations where it may seem like you're not getting what you want. Like let's say a buyer a buyer comes in, throws an offer at you, and you're like, oh, okay, well it's too low, way too low. So you're thinking to yourself, well. Maybe the law of attraction isn't working. Okay. Another way of explaining the law of detachment is this. To successfully attract what you want, you have to be detached from the outcome. So I already gave one explanation of the law of detachment. This is a second way of explaining it. So let's say you're going for that, let's say you're going for a job interview. You think that this is the job that that, that you're gonna get. You really want this job. Then they tell you that, you know what, we're not gonna hire you. So if you, if you don't understand the law of detachment, you're going to be like, well, the law of attraction isn't working because I attracted this job and they, they, they rejected me. They didn't hire me. Well, if you understand the law of detachment, which is ne- so necessary to make 
you're going to think, well, maybe this isn't a job that was suited for me. Maybe there's a better offer that's waiting for me. So as long as you're detached, you stay on the course of action because the universe might have a big, big plan you know, uh, for you at the end. But if you're, if, you're not, if you're not detached, you might have just um, uh, veered off course and you weren't ready to receive what the universe is getting for you. But when you're detached and you understand it completely, you stay on the course of action because you, 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 you trust that the universe has something big waiting for you at the end. You just have to get through these obstacles to get to that level. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, the law of attraction, I can spend, you know, 10 minutes to explain to you. The law of detachment, I can spend hours explaining it to somebody. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to it, and I can understand why it's so confusing to everybody. Okay. But let's let's go into the health aspects of how our our thoughts and our beliefs can help us, you know, cure ourselves. Well, the health aspect of it, I, I tell people, is when you're sick, when you're given a bad diagnosis by the doctor, you know, and, and you, you watch The Secret and other, and other related books on the subject, they tell you that, okay, just have a positive outlook, you don't necessarily need medical treatment, and boom, you're, you're going to be healed. And that's not exactly the case. That sounds very, very motivational, like sounds very happy, but the reality of it is, I, I tell people is you should use a combination of having a positive attitude, you know, law of attraction, positive attitude, positive emotion. At the same time, you still have to seek good medical treatment. Those two are both necessary. You can't just seek good medical treatment and have a negative state of mind. And you can't just have a good state of mind and not seek medical treatment. The two go hand in hand. So if you just have a good, good medical treatment but not a good state of mind, your subconscious isn't going to allow that treatment to properly heal you. But when you have a good state of mind, your subconscious mind is in a good position to allow medical treatment to successfully assist in healing you of your illness. So realistically speaking, you have to have both. It's not just about, oh, if I just keep thinking positive or thinking my disease is gone, it's just going to go away. It's not that simple. So we need to be, you know, one of the key things that separates me from all the other, you know, uh, law of attraction guys out there is that I'm realistic about things. I don't try to motivate you and say nice things that make you feel happy all the time. But I, I'm, I'm real practical and I'm down to earth and you know, and realistic about you know how to apply it, apply the law of attraction. Okay, so you would agree though if if you, a person who is ill and was given a diagnosis of cancer and they got six months to live, if they have a choice on whether to believe that doctor or hightail it out there and find another doctor, right? It's yes. their choice on how they want to believe. They don't have to take that death sentence. No, no, no. Again, it comes back to belief again. A belief is an emotionalized thought which a person has accepted as true, whether it is true or not. So if someone tells you you have six months to live and you believe that, your subconscious is basically going to reproduce or create those circumstances in which you only probably have around six months to live because of fear. Again, fear is something I go into the book too. That's real important. That's, yeah. that's the one emotion you don't want to have. Try to avoid. Whereas happiness is the ultimate emotion of the subconscious mind, the arch enemy of the subconscious mind is the emotion of fear. Because when you fear, the subconscious mind gets paralyzed and it doesn't do any work for you. So you want to avoid that emotion as much as you can. So if someone gives you that kind of diagnosis, what you want to do is not, put, not be so startled and just think, I have the power to change my, my reality. I have the power to change my circumstance. So don't buy into that. Just, think of, just keep a positive outlook and seek good medical treatment at the same time. And if it, if, it, if, it, if it requires you having to run as far away from that doctor that gave you that diagnosis, then so be it. Go find someone that has a more positive outlook, the same as you, who's willing to treat you with your positive attitude at the same time. So we know from your book that belief is incredibly important. We know about the law of detachment. But do we have a choice in how we feel? Um, how We have a choice to be happy or we have a choice to be miserable. Everything really basically comes down to how we're choosing to look at things, right? Exactly. You get, one person can look at a situation and see it as favorable. A second person can see the same exact situation and see it as unfavorable. So 
so many in our lives, so many things in our lives, it depends on the way we're looking at it. I think I think it was William Shakespeare that said, um, "Nothing is good or bad, but thinking it makes it so." So you can look at a situation any way, you know. And so um, maintaining a positive emotional um, situation is always trying to be looking at the good side of a situation, and you know, so that's what keeps you emotionally going. Because again, emotions is what attracts is the source of energy that attracts what it is you want to you. When you have bad emotions, I guarantee you, you're going to be attracting bad situations to yourself. Not just bad thoughts. You can still have bad thoughts but good emotions or vice versa. So emotions, uh, is what I want to share with your listeners is the number one thing. If you take nothing away from what we talk about today, the one thing you can take away from is good emotions, not thoughts. Good emotions attract good circumstances. Bad emotions attract bad circumstances. That's the bottom line. And so it goes back to what you were saying. You know, it's about keeping a positive emotional um, outlook on things no matter what situation you're in. And that's, that's not easy for a lot of people, but it's something that takes time to train yourself to do. There's one final thing that I want to talk to, talk to you about because you're a dentist and people come into you and they have got these fears. Oh my gosh, I'm afraid of that needle. I got this, I got that, you know. And wouldn't you say that there's a totally different person that comes in and saying, hey, it doesn't bother me, everything's great. They have a very smooth procedure, but those other people are manifesting a kind of a um, terrible situation? Yes, yes. It's all, it, and again, it's, it's the same situation, but a different way of perceiving it. And so um, one person does come in and be like, wow, this is, um, this is fine. Another person comes in, and a lot of it has, most of the time, it comes in from childhood experiences. Because I have to admit, um, I wasn't around, you know, that long ago, but from what I've heard from, you know, teachers and, and patients, is that dentistry was um, a little more, bit more, uh, not as developed, I should say, back in the day. So a lot of adults come in with fears, mainly because they were a child, they had, they had suffered, you know, a lot of pain. So, um, but, some, but again, this, this comes to something that's been a, a built-in belief in their subconscious mind. So again, it's an emotionalized thought, again, which comes in, which is manifesting their circumstances. It's just, it's just as you say. Really and, and just like you said, it could have, these thoughts could have been born to us when we were younger and we've carried them on all of our lives. So you're, you're saying that we have to go back and really look at those beliefs that we created when we were children. Yes, yes, and we're still, we're still creating beliefs all the time. And you can create a new belief anytime. It doesn't have to be from children, uh, from being from your childhood. It could be from, uh, you can create a new belief of benefit to you by thinking of it over and over again with emotion and making yourself believe it to be true in your mind, whether it really is true or not. And that's the whole concept in that law of attraction. It really is, that whole thing, right? what I just talked about. Because people are trying to attract a new home. They're trying to attract a new partner. They're trying to get a new car, trying to attract more money. If you're trying to attract it, that means you don't have it. Because if you had it already, you wouldn't be trying to attract it. So the fact that you're trying to attract it means you don't have it. So what you're doing is, with the law of attraction, in essence, in a nutshell, is you're emotionalizing that thought of whatever it is you want, and you're doing it over and over again, and you're making yourself accept it as true in your mind, whether it's true, really is true or not. And most times it's not because you don't have it. So you're making yourself believe it. And once you do that, once it becomes an ingrained part of a belief in your subconscious mind as true, that's when your subconscious mind starts manipulating the forces of the universe to bring that what it is you want towards you through circumstances, uh, you know, coincidences. Uh -huh. So you, you are creating new beliefs with every new thought. And your belief could say to yourself, well, I don't know. I'm really worthy of this. I don't know if I'm really worthy of a million dollars. Do you suggest going down to a mount that maybe you are feeling like maybe you could manifest? Well, yeah, it, it's it's like telling people, you know, you got to crawl before you can walk, you know, or walk before you can run. A lot of times I tell people, I've seen this happen too, is I tell people how to use a law of attraction. The next thing you know, they email me and say, I tried to attract five cars, but I can't do it. I'm like, well, how about... How about starting out with one car before you even get to five? So people get over too, too overly ahead of themselves. You know, oh, um, here, let me, uh, let me use law of attraction to attract some money. Well, instead of, you know, 1000 or 5000 
they start using the law of attraction to attract like a million. Well, it's not that the law of attraction can't work for a million dollars. But it's the fact that the law of attraction to you, you, you haven't fully, how can I say it, learned how to use it yet. So by, by trying to do something so ahead of you, ahead of yourself, your, your, your mind won't believe that to be true in the beginning. So it kind of backfires on you, you know? So you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself in the beginning. Once you get really good at it, then it'll make more sense to you. You know, you have a more of a higher chance to go for the bigger things and just you know, start out small and work yourself up big, bigger, you know? Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so where can we find your book, Total Law of Attraction? Where can we find that? Well, the easiest way is, and ebooks are big these days, the easiest way is to go um, to Amazon and you can just type in Total Law of Attraction and you can get either the ebook or the actual paperback. You know, but so many people have ebook e readers these days or the computer. You can just download it right away on the computer. It's the fastest way instead of having to have it shipped to you. You know, but it, you know, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and if you have an iPhone or iPad or whatever, you can buy it off Apple's iBook store too. So um, that's uh, ebooks are the, the big thing these days. So if you want, yeah. don't want to waste time, uh, wait, wait for it to be shipped to you. Um, you read it, you can go online and buy it offline as an ebook and read it on your computer or e-reader right away. And I'm going to recommend for those people um, that may not understand the law of attraction who don't listen to our radio show, this is the perfect book to give to those people who are not quite sure about what to think about the law of attraction. Because like David said, it has the um, quantum science behind everything which helps their belief so you could really help someone by giving them this book it really makes a lot of sense yes I designed that from the beginning no fancy metaphysical stuff no motivational just the hard science and the hard practical application behind it it's very, it's very direct and right to the point so um, it's designed for anybody to read it and apply it right away uh, immediately for to see results for the better. And and yeah, it's a winner there. It really is a winning book. And I, I really like to see everybody just go and buy it and give it out to their friends. I, I think the world would be a, a, a really neat place if we know how powerful we are and how we can create such a better reality for us and our families and our friends in the world. Yes, yes. And... Um, Especially in this time, um, every day I turn the news on, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, more job loss, the economy, everything else. I mean, right now, America is in a really tough recession. I mean, no matter what the news says, it's a real tough, it's, uh, people are having a hard time right now with the recession. And um, this is something that, you know, fully learning the law of attraction, understanding it, which is, you know, which, which is working all of us at any time, fully understanding this process will help us to better weather through the storm and better, you know, attract better situations to us you know, in the long run. Yes, absolutely. And remember, during the Depression, there were more millionaires created during the Depression than any other time in the history of the U.S. That's because people didn't even understand the law of attraction, but their passion got in there and they started creating out of the need. And, and that's what's so, so right about this. Again, get this book. You're going to love it. Really love it. And it's so simple. It's so clear cut. So Dr. David Che, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this wonderful information with us. Thanks. I really, really appreciate it. Hopefully I'll get a chance to speak again sometime. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Are you going to be writing another book? Um, I'm really trying to make this one, I'm, not, I'm, really, I'm really trying to take the new age out of the law of attraction and make it more commercial, like weight loss and things like that. Um, I'm probably going to hold off and see how this one does first, how, how the, the, the mass market, the mass audience reacts to this book first before I decide to do any more. Because trust me, the information in this one is going to be hard enough to understand already. What about, um, you have seminars going on? Uh, at the moment, not yet. Um, I just finished a tour, you know, TV media tours, so I was busy with that, and um, I may be getting a speaking engagement soon, but uh, right now, I uh, have anything scheduled yet. Okay, well, good. Well, keep us posted. And, Great, and did we send everyone to your website? Uh, no, the website's just the name of the book. It's www.totallawofattraction.com. Okay, that's easy to remember. Thank you again, David. I really enjoyed it.
Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.